Good day and happy new year. Today marks the very first day of the year 2024. I am happy to be here and I welcome you to the very first episode of Woman in Red. The place where we will empower and inspire women to do that thing. That thing that you always wanted to do for yourself, for your family, and for your community. You may simply want to buy your first home or invest in real estate property, or you may want to start that redevelopment project that you've always wanted to do. Well, how do you do it? Where do you get the funding? There's always questions. Or maybe you just want to improve and get that top tier credit that you've been yearning for. Or like myself, you may want to create generational wealth for your family and develop your community. Well, Woman in Red podcast is the platform to help elevate you to do just that and more. So welcome ladies on the new year and the beginning of changes. Although I encourage anyone to listen to this podcast because I believe it'll be beneficial to anyone, any male, female out there. But no doubt, unapologetically, this platform is to inspire and encourage women. So let's go. I am Yvonne Taylor, your host. I am a seasoned, licensed real estate broker in the state of New Jersey. I am a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, and a newly investor. I have sold millions in real estate. I have sold million dollar deals, but I've also sold $80,000 properties, which makes me an all around girl. But enough about me. We will authentically get to know one another through this podcast, and I will be able to share all my experiences including those personal endeavors that have gotten me to where I am today. But for today, this episode, put your pencils down. You don't need to take any notes on this one. This is not about learning today. Today is about motivation and encouraging you to take those steps to first determine what are those things that you want to do. You will take some things away from this podcast and there'll be others where you may want to put it to the sidelines, but you will enjoy the content. If it was nothing of value, I would not share it with you. So let's do it. On today's episode, do not worry about picking up your pencil, your pad, don't even think about it. Today is about exploring the what, the why, and the how of Woman in Red. How did I get to this point? What is my goal? And what is the mission I have for you? We will get back to the why in this mission. But first I wanna talk about what. What is my goal for you? Whether you're looking to consider buying a home, you want to do a fix and flip, you want to learn to calculate your return on your investment, or start your real estate development project, as I mentioned earlier, you'll be encouraged to do so. But the first step is to strengthen yourself and level up on your financial status. And how do you retain any of those financials that you obtain through your investments so that you can pass on to future generations of your family? You can accomplish that through estate planning creating a family LLC, creating a family trust, and so much more we will discuss on this podcast. Let us understand and value the relevance of these subjects and how they relate to our investments in real estate. It is important if you want to win in the game and also retain these things to create that generational wealth for your family. As long as I've been in the real estate industry, I've seen a lot of sad stories. It's one thing to work and gain and accomplish so much independently for your family in terms of real estate, just to see it all go down the drain in one generation when it could have been spread throughout so many more generations to come. But you have to know what to do. You have to plan for success and retention. You have to plan it. 
So before I forget, please remember to subscribe. Each show is a prerequisite to the next. It's a stepping stone. I want to get us to the point where we're ready to actually buy and start that project. And it's not far away, but you have to get the skills and the resources to do it. The strength, I call it power. I call it confidence. It's like I say, you need to get ready and stay ready. You never know when those opportunities are going to come across your table. Did you know that there are redevelopment funds out there that are allocated for women? We will hear from women just like you who've gotten out there, partnered with their friends or their family to create these redevelopment plans and submitted proposals in order to get this funding. It has happened and we'll share all that information with you. But you have to be motivated. You have to want to do this. And unfortunately, you're going to have to start making contacts outside of where you are right now. One of the changes in changing your life is changing your surroundings, changing the circles that you're in. The first step in changing is realizing you actually need one. You have to first recognize, and then you have to start making those changes. You need people who encourage you. You need people who are on the same path as you. And you need people who are inspired by what you want to do. And maybe you can inspire them as well. But spending time trying to convince other people that you want to change and that your changes are good, stop wasting your time. Find yourself a circle of people who are supportive, like-minded, and are on the same path as you are. If you decide to scoop those people up down the road, when you get to where you want to get to, that's all fine and good. But right now, you have to focus on yourself. Look at it this way. When they tell you the rules on an aircraft, the first thing they tell you if there's an accident is to save yourself first. If you can't breathe and you're dead, you can't help anybody. So my suggestion is in terms of advancement, save yourself first. Get out there, make it happen. If you decide to take someone else under your wings or they want to shadow you and work with you, that's all good for the both of you. But those people you're trying to drag along to convince in a dead weight and they're holding you back, let it go. Trust me, you will thank me later for that advice. So give me your undivided attention. Bring along all those that are on the same page with you. Let's do this together. At the very least, when this is all said and done, I have hundreds that are in need of revitalization in New Jersey, and I'm widening that search to other states as well. So listen, get on this train, join me, get motivated, get encouraged. I promise you we're going to grow. We're going to hear from our financial advisors, estate planners. We're going to talk to mortgage representatives. We're also going to talk to private lenders as well. We want to find that best source for you because the, the best way to succeed in real estate is to create your personal plan. Real estate is unlike anything else. You need your own personal plan, your own agenda, because you have your own goals in terms of what you want to accomplish. You cannot follow someone else's plans because you won't get the same results. Promise me. Buyers contact me all the time and they want the very same package, very same scenario as their coworker because they feel like they make the same amount of money. Well, guess what? Every single person's structure and positioning is totally different. It depends on your credit score. depends on how much money you have in a bank. All those things matter. I think overall, understanding real estate and its impactfulness is very important to you as a consumer. Simply put, all business, all financial matters run through, are affected by, or are the result of the real estate industry. Period.
Real estate drives the economy, but it also drives us. I mean, let's look at it. When we get our first good job, what do we think about? Buying our first home. What happens when we get that ideal job? We get a promotion. Now we want a bigger home. And then down the road, that asset or equity liquidation, that becomes our plan for retirement or maybe to pay for college education for our children. Either way, it impacts us. Woman in Red podcast will help you to navigate through those financial decisions as they relate to real estate. So please do not forget to subscribe to this podcast. So ladies, I am bringing you industry leaders, leading experts, and in addition, real players who will dive into personal stories about failures, successes, and lessons learned. They are going to talk about perspectives, systems that are useful, and also processes driving performance in what they do. These are all key points to understand how it works out here in real estate investing. But I'll just be honest, not many are willing to share the trade secrets, but you have to read between the lines. You have to listen carefully, read between those lines and fill in the gaps. Either way, I am bringing it to you. They may be saving all the good stuff for their book or maybe their podcast. But listen, whatever they're willing to offer, anyone, we're willing to take it. Good information is always of value to us. And let's see, why am I driven to do this? Let's just talk about facts again. On an average, women earn 1.5% less than men per year on housing returns. How so? Comparing apples versus apples, we're talking the same projects, same conditions, same prices. How is that possible? Quite often, women are paying more. What happens in the boys' circle when it comes to financing? You're not always invited in, and if you are, you're going to pay more for the money. It's just facts. And honestly, it's a little understood because here we go. They don't know you. They haven't done business with you. They don't know how you will perform. So you're risky. This is where we will talk about partnerships. This is where you create alliances. This is where we're going to discuss the need to create networking possibilities so that we can rub elbows and talk and communicate and collaborate with women of like minds. That 1.5% difference in returns is nothing when you consider male versus females taking into account the gap. Investors widens up to 8% points. That is huge. Let's work on changing that. These statistics and so many more suggest that there are challenges and barriers out there obstructing our path to success. Let's tackle those barriers. Let's see, there's so many. Um, Access to finance, private funding, as I just discussed. What about mentorship opportunities? We need to create them. Finding lucrative opportunities. We touched briefly on that. There's so many of them. Benefits of economic development funds. We're going to talk about that. Women who have changed lives and communities and created generational wealth. You will be put in the right direction to find those opportunities and even discover how to bid on them. Listen, ladies, don't forget to subscribe because I can guarantee you we don't take ID when downloading this podcast. So you can best to believe men out there are going to be listening. They're going to be taking advantage and they're going to be out there competing accept these resources and run with them. So be sure to subscribe. We are going to navigate through the challenges preventing you from your destiny. We're going to talk to and highlight the accomplishments and successes of women who have made a name for themselves in the real estate industry. Just women, just like yourselves. 
These women have started just where you are, eager for information, excited to advance their lives, but just needed that step, that push, those resources to do it. They did it by overcoming gender biases. And there's ways in which they've done that. And we're going to explore it. They've also researched and followed others that shared their goals, put themselves in new circles. And that's the main point. I'm going to say that over and over again in this podcast, putting yourself in the right circles, circles with like-minded women like yourselves looking to advance and improve their lives and circles that allow you to learn. I often say to myself, if I'm the smartest one in the room, I'm in the wrong room. And no disrespect to myself, because honestly, I do think I'm pretty smart. But my point is, if I'm always in the room where I'm the smartest person, I'm never going to grow. I don't always, I don't, I never want to believe that I'm the smartest person. I never want to know or f- find myself believing that there's nothing else that there is for me to learn. New circles, new relationships to build from. It's this thing called growth for me that I challenge myself with every single year. I don't necessarily, you know, believe in these resolutions. I mean, throughout the year, I try to keep myself in good physical shape as best as possible, what my schedule allows me to. But um, I do, I do look at every year a time for me to discover what do I need to do in order to grow? Where am I going? What factors are necessary in order for me to continue to grow? Growth for me is an obsession period. And I don't doubt that you're smart as a cookie, ladies. Listen, we are often comfortable in where we are. We love to socialize. We love those people, those events that we're so comfortable with. We do them the same time every year, same people. We love it. But we have to also find the importance of putting ourselves sometimes in uncomfortable rooms where we're going to be amongst people who are smarter than we are. People who are successful at the things that we want to accomplish. These are the rooms that we want to be in. And let me tell you a little secret about being in those rooms. The first time I've tried, I felt intimidated. But you realize that these are just regular people. And one of the characteristics that these people have is that they love to talk about themselves. I want you to try this. The next time you run into someone who's successful or aspiring to do the things that you want to do, ask them how they're doing it, why they're doing it. You'll be surprised at all the key information that you will obtain from these people. Because one thing about people who are accomplished, they love to talk about themselves. It's a bit of arrogance, but respectfully so. But it's a lot of growth and information you can develop from talking to people who are successful. But more so than that, this is a platform here, Woman in Red, where we're going to create those rooms for us. Rooms where we can learn, we can share, we can grow, and we can win. We want to learn about tips on how to do what we want to do in terms of investing. We want to learn strategies. We want to create networking opportunities. We want to meet private lenders that are willing to work with us, whether they're familiar with us or not, based on our credit based on our uh, ability to repay, based on who we are as people fundamentally. We also want to learn about strategies and systems that are effective to be successful in real estate. Henry Ford once said, before everything else, getting ready is the secret to success. So ladies, I am excited to stop waiting for doors to be open for us. We can open our own doors. We can then build our own tables. We want to create our own tables and stop waiting to be invited to one. Let's do it. My first few episodes will delve into credit, credit care. Hear me clearly, credit care, not repair. 
there are credit repair companies out there that you can try your luck with. Good luck. Here on Woman in Red, we want to talk about credit care, not credit repair. There's a difference. Credit repairs are more about the quick fix, and you can find a lot of companies who will do that. But on a personal level, I think it's very important to understand credit and about credit care. It's about habits. It's about adjustments. It's about lifestyle. And those are the things that are very important to not only get good credit today, but to maintain it moving forward. And that's what's important. A lot of people take a hard look at credit and they feel like in some instances it's a bit of bias. Some people say it's not necessary. But when you really get down to it, credit says a lot about a person. It shows your habits. It shows your commitment. And it shows your... I guess dedication to your own reputation pretty much. I mean, for me personally, as a single woman, I will never date a guy with bad credit forever. Like a guy who's never had good credit. Like it says a lot about you. I mean, I'm not judging. Everyone has had their moments and they've gone through things. Not everyone, but most people, including myself. So I'm definitely not judging. Just kind of reiterating and stressing how the world pretty much looks at us. Our credit score says a lot about who we are. Unfortunately, that's what it is. So if you get nothing from this podcast, I can promise you that you will learn good credit care. We're going to talk about the three C's of credit. And we'll also talk about the five components that makes up credit. Very, very important. Also known as your FICO score. We'll help define what these components represent, how to improve them, and how to maintain them, which is the key here. Proactive engagement is fundamental to keeping good credit, and we'll talk about that. Just being proactive on those three C's and maintaining the five components, it is not difficult, guys. Trust me. I am speaking to you and bringing to you a lot of these instances based on my experience, and I'll share that with you. As I mentioned, we all have had our struggles when it comes to credit, whether we had to learn about how it works or whether we just misused it. Bottom line here, ladies, when you know better, you do better. So let's get in the know. Let's get it going. Purpose is to get ready and stay ready. When people often say this is business is not personal, don't believe it. Everything business is personal. That is why credit is so important when it comes to business and investing in real estate and money. We're talking about funding. I'm sure you guys have often heard about these cash buyers, quote unquote, uh, these private lenders who uh, provide this, these funds to them. Well, in actuality, I haven't met a lot of cash buyers in my time. It typically boils down to a group of people who trust one another. They pool together their money so that they can invest in projects, put money back into the pool so that they can help each other build and grow. And with the Woman in Red podcast, we would like to use this platform as a means to create those societies that we need as women to pool our funds together, to learn about each other, to trust one another, to get all the skills necessary so that we can take those big steps. But it all starts with small steps gathering your resources, positioning yourself where you can get credit. Learn the lingo and the technology and all that is important in order for you to get out there and compete. There is a lot of women who has made a name for themselves, household names, you know, in this industry. We can talk about people like Barbara Corcoran. Of course, you've heard of her. She's on the Shark Tank. She started her own real estate firm in New York City. 
When you Google to find out women who have made a name for themselves in this industry, household names, you'll see people pop up like Barbara Corcoran. Of course, you guys have heard of her. She's on Shark Tank. She started her own real estate firm in New York City. There's also a woman you may not have heard of. Her name is Waya Jean. She is the richest self-made woman in the world. She made a fortune through real estate in China. But then there's also, you know, people like Dottie Herman. She's the CEO of the largest residential real estate firm in the United States. She's 70 years old. She's from Brooklyn, New York. She's self-made as well. I'm surely what you're thinking is the same thing I thought. Like these, these are big dogs, like upper echelon. Maybe not relatable to you, but then there's also, you know, people like Ernestine Jackson, Biddy Mason, Anderson Hunt Brown, Don Peebles. Google these women. They're making huge impacts in real estate development. And there's also Ronette Slammon. She is a real estate developer of color and recently profiled by the Housing Association of Nonprofit Developers called HAND. She is an African-American woman, founder of Emboldened Real Estate. That is a development firm. She has a strategy on what she believes women leaders of color in their industry can do to move the needle in a different direction. And she looks hugely at the importance of explaining multi-levels of housing affordability. I will talk further in other episodes about the impact women developers have had and continue to have on the real estate economy. I like to bring stories like this to the forefront, just dissecting into what did they do? How did they start? What is their mission? Just like we have goals. How did they get started? That's the question. Because simply put, these women have impacted their communities, changed lives, and created generational wealth building. Well, my intent for this first episode was to just lay out the platform to what we're looking to explore and what our goals are here for Women in Red. So in finishing, we'll just answer the why and why I'm here and why this is happening. Well, let's just put it this way and I'll put it as eloquently as possible. Well, first and foremost, those of you that know me intimately know that I'm passionate about what I do. I love real estate. I love my, I love to see women advance. I, this is just what I do. But secondly to that, I definitely um, have been impacted by some profound moments that I've had in my life. I went through a block of time at one point where I lost not just both my parents, but a couple of siblings. And it was very, very, um, I would say, tough. It was a very tough time. But then I think the the biggest, the hardest part of that was having it followed up by like the most devastating thing that, you know, uh, could have happened, like on the heels of losing, uh, you know, the, the most important person in my life, which was my mother. And I will say that during that time, I think the most profound, you know, um, I guess I would say knowledge that I got from this whole thing is just sidebar to uh, just understanding people like that was the most devastating you know thing that I could have experienced was just seeing how people failed you seeing how people want to see you do bad seeing how people you know you thought would be picking you up but instead you know helping the enemy to stamp over you but that's another podcast but um I, I say like with this whole mission here I think like one of the models I use and I think you've probably heard it before is get ready stay ready because during this moment in time I felt like I knew that I had to step up for my children I knew that I had to do the best that I could but guess what at that moment I wasn't ready 
like I wasn't ready. I needed to, I needed to get my children in a new home and I wasn't credit worthy. I wasn't credit ready. I knew that I needed to be that support to them to let them know that, um, I had their back. And I felt disappointed about that. I felt bad. There were many days that I cried. And most profoundly is, is that I, there was no one that I can turn to. And don't get me wrong. Like there are so many people out there. I love you all. And you know who you are. Surprisingly, there weren't the people that I expected, but there are so many people that I got so much love and support from. But more importantly, the profound knowledge I got was that I needed to be prepared and stay prepared. So guess what? A lot of the information you get here regard in regards to credit, in regards to motivation, in regards to like just your whole mindset. This is not just facts I Googled. Like I live this. I live this. And I'm here to tell you that it can be done. You can come out of that place where you are nothing and you have nothing or you feel that way where you now can say, I can go out and buy whatever I want. I can do whatever it is that I want to do and have your children to look up to you and be proud because they know I have their back and I'm creating generational wealth for their future and for their children's future. And I only got to that point through people who inspired me. So this is why I'm giving back. As women, we often get caught up in taking care of everybody else. There's a lot of things that we can be out there doing, but there's a few suggestions I want to make to you. Number one, stay out of the way. And meaning that, I mean, mind your own business. That's first and foremost. And you could take that different ways, but just focus on yourself. Second thing is to educate yourself in any and all subjects. It's up to you. Whatever you feel is going to help your goals. Grow your own food, ladies. Get a family LLC. Get a family trust. Purchase some land. Gain some assets, which means get that money. Minimize your liabilities, which is to keep your money. All right. So those are just a few things. Um, that's just a list that I'm working on. Make it your goal or tweak it a little bit. Fine print it. Make it your own story. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to the Woman in Red podcast. I hope you found this episode both inspiring and informative. And remember, real estate investing can be a great way for women to build wealth and create financial security, but it's not easy. That's why it is so important to have a support network of other women who are also in the industry. And I hope this podcast will provide that to you.